to our podcast. I feel great. How are you? That welcome was not to you, John Branke. Oh, uh, well. That welcome was for our esteemed, honorable guests who are listening right now. Welcome. Welcome, Muaz Rushdi. So my name is pronounced Muaz Rushdi, actually. And uh, welcome. here we have here we have John Bracky. And uh, this is the start of something good. Start of something great. I am calling John. Um, John's not calling me. I'm calling John from China. Beijing, China, to be exact. Um, my Chinese name is Ning Weiguo. So you can call me that from now on, John. Maybe sometime you'll be able to get back to Moaz, but for it's, now you can call me. It's Ning memorized Weigel. at this point. Um, I'll try that on later on. You know, try that on for size. Where are you calling from? I'm John? calling from the stomping grounds in Duluth, Minnesota. I just got back from a six-week trip across the country and grew a beard when I was out there. So things are pretty good. This is so visual, you, right? You, this is visual. It took you how many weeks? This is not uh, just audio. Six weeks is what you said? To six, grow a beard? Six weeks? That's yeah. To grow the beard. Six okay. weeks to grow the beard. And just wanted to clarify. Um, five o'clock shadow. Pretty impressive. Happens within a day. Pretty I think, impressive. For I most know. people. Right. Um, but it took you about six weeks, just to clarify. Yeah. Um, when you're up in the mountains, it's a different kind of air. It's a different kind of water. And uh, when you're surrounded by wildlife, you you become a little wild yourself. So I, I guess that still doesn't explain why it took you six weeks. I would figure that the, the wild animals and the mountain men uh, would grow it pretty quickly, actually faster than um, the average folk. But... Uh, you know, I, I just don't fair. know what this says about how wild you are, or mountainous you are, as a man. Oh, I am mountainous. If there's okay. one thing that can be said. Beard, so beard, I've done some research, and, and you, the length of your beard, and the... Where, where does one do beard research? The mountains. How many times? I mean, that's what <laughs> I'm getting at, at this point. That's why... I can be considered mountainous despite the size of my below average, slowly grown, growth grown beard. Okay, so you're basically pulling the card of I've been there and you don't understand Muaz. And this has been Beard Talks with Muaz and John. Thanks for listening, everyone. And um, tom- tomorrow's episode of Beard Talks, we'll probably talk about the exact same thing. Hopefully. Or hopefully longer. Hopefully longer. And. Hopefully we've cleared up some of the clerical errors uh, yeah. that disrupted well, I, the I, beginning I, I of this. I haven't noticed one actually. I think it was so far. So, um, so John and I let's let's tell them a little bit about our goal here, John. Yeah. So, go ahead. I think you did a better job explaining it. I think you do yeah, a better job explaining most things. I'm just here <laughs> to look pretty. <laughs> so. Um, John has been on quite some uh, some pretty cool adventures, national parks and whatnot, and I've been um, in my bedroom in China for most of the time that I've been in China. Locked indoors. Um, yeah. Quarantined yeah. away. Just on Facebook. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just 
Wincing, I was just, still on Facebook. Just trolling, just trolling all the Trump supporters. I'm, I'm not trying to get political right away. Damn it. Yeah, well, let's, let's, we tried so hard, we, we've been trying so hard to get political. Yeah, and let's, let's stay away from that. Four minutes in, and we are already getting political. All right, so, let's stay away from that. Muaz has um, been experiencing an incredible, incredible change of culture, um, yeah. at least from where I'm sitting. And the idea here is to kind of talk through these adventures, uh, podcast by podcast. Yeah, we're going to maybe make some comparisons, see what John has been experiencing around the country in the U.S. and even in Duluth, Minnesota, um, where we met each other many years back. Many. Um, and, you know, our eyes locked. Um and I'll, I'll compare all that to what's going on in China. I think there are a lot of very close similarities, more so than differences. So um, hopefully this will, you know, excite some people to get out there and, uh, and see more than what you know are, already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, y'all know a lot. You all know all plenty. Oh, our listeners are fucking smart. I, there's yeah. a swearing. Oh, Already, I'll edit that out. In. I'll edit that out. Five, five minutes in. Uh, our our <laughs> listeners are, are intelligent, attractive, yeah, down to earth people. You know, with great style. Great. That's the thing about them, is yeah. you, you get talking to one of them and you can't hardly talk because you're just kind of perplexed <laughs> with the beauty. With- with their beards that are <laughs> much more impressive six weeks after than mine, than mine is right now than the six week beard that john has oh it's bad uh, so so john let's let's get it let's kick let, it off let's let's get started with this podcast let's see where it takes us what do you think yeah um you just got back just got back and maybe i maybe i start with the the people that i met on the road, I think yeah. that's kind of, at that least for, for, for me, was uh, one of the biggest pieces of it. Um, you go through, so just to give you an over overview of the trip, uh, I spent six weeks. The main focus for me was finding myself. Um, the, the main focus for me was, was getting out and seeing a lot of these national parks that I had always said that I, you know, it looked cool or something that I wanted to do. And I think that I fall, I, especially, I guess, with the way our, our school system set up, I fell into this trap of like every summer I go on, you know, I try to do something, you know, whether it was with the family or in college, you know, by myself, try to go out and like take a vacation and vacations for me were always outside of the country. That's what vacation meant. And I just felt like more recently I wasn't giving enough credit to what we have here in the States. So I wanted to sure. go I kind of, I kind of left the country, John. Um, this is, kind of, <laughs> this isn't going to work. I wish I, I wish I listened you to was, this podcast before, before I left the country. Heading, no, but you're doing it for schooling and Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah this, yeah. I mean, it, the, the whole idea wouldn't work if you weren't over there. So, <laughs> um, I just wanted to get out and see what was out there. And, so I thought national parks would be the way to go. I camp most of the time. It is the anniversary of. It is, yeah. 
National Park. What is it? The hundredth. The hundredth anniversary this year. Yeah. This is a time to people, do it. This is if if you're ever looking for a time, this is a time to do it. There's so much to see out there. I will go there myself. Uh, probably not now because it's a little difficult. But if there's a national park around you, go check it out. I've already changed my mind about what I'm going to talk about on this first edition because while the people were great, I've you just inspired me actually to go yeah. to go into some of the some of the cool things I saw because man, some, it's exciting. Sometimes the most sometimes the easiest way to inspire people is just to point and yell at them. Was, We're on Skype yeah, right now. And I just wish you could see the point. Yeah, and we'll edit down the yelling later so that we're talking at yeah. a similar. Uh, you think a similar that I'm, volume. You think I'm talking at a normal oh, volume he's right screaming. now? I'm screaming. At the top of his lungs. Right yeah. yeah. He's got this kind of like, his shoulders are up towards his ears. And there's I just a lot popped of, a blood vessel in my forehead. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you still look good. My computer screen just cracked. And uh, I, I didn't think that could happen. I didn't think this was glass. There was a lot of a, yeah. violence. So what's, what's, what's the coolest thing that you saw? Coolest thing that I saw? I would say... Um, was when I hiked down into the Grand Canyon. And I, I say that I hiked into the Grand Canyon. It was kind of a leg of the Grand Canyon. But uh, you, you, it's called the Havasu Indian Reservation. Okay. And you kind of have to traverse uh, down into this uh, like chute of a canyon. And you walk down. Um, and it's incredible to see the canyon walls as you get into it, close in next to you and oh, wow. rise up above wow. you. So that, that like, that's a cool imagery. And that actually reminds me a lot of what I saw recently. Um, I, I went, I visited the Forbidden City. Okay. And I found myself traversing, as you called it, traversing through and into this crevice of people. You, this crevice of, and I saw just so many people, and as I went further, further in, the walls of people were closing in on me, rising up. They next were rising to you. up on me, and um, I the light was getting dimmer from how many people there were, and um, it, it, so, I, I wasn't there with you there, but it sounds like a very similar. Experience. You so you were John Snow. You were John Snow. I. I in the Battle of the Bastards, um, I, you know, trying to climb I don't up. Know, I don't know Johnson. I don't know what he's been through. Right. But yes, that was exactly what I was experiencing. I can't even. Um, the is that why was, they call it the Forbidden it, City? I I think they named it on the spot there that they called it the Forbidden City. What are they? Um, for it's either for Biden. right then that they named it, or maybe a couple hundred years ago. Okay. Um, but. I would say that what happened to me that day was forbidden. Um, it was it was pretty terrifying. So coming back to your yeah, Grand Canyon, so, I mean, you feel like you were getting trapped, kind of forbidden. I'm I, I I have that imagery in my mind, and you know I wasn't there obviously with you. I can't yeah. speak to the similarities there, <laughs> but I I felt at times. Did you know that they're they're putting a, a a tram into the Grand Canyon? Like they want to pay. That's one thing I learned on this. They they're trying to pay so that lazy tourists 
don't have to hike down into it. They can take a cable car down God, into the Grand. Speaking of things that should be forbidden. Um, speaking of things that should be forbidden. This are you kidding me? It's unbelievable. So this this tram. Well, is... you know they have like skyways and whatnot, right? So you can yeah, go yeah. out and it's like you know if you're it's like a similar thing I picture to when you're on the Sears Tower in Chicago and you walk out on that little tiny you can look down the Sears Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they want to put it in specifically like for a glass, like a glass yeah, thing or a glass, and you can just take this trip oh, down into. The, I feel like after because it was you know three and a half four hour hike i did it was about uh 10 miles to the campground and twenty thousand feet of elevation change i felt like i earned i yeah, felt like i earned the walk down there i i felt like i earned i earned the walk i mean so so on one hand lazy tourists right absolutely but but on the other hand like can you imagine those pictures of those picturesque um grand canyon photos ruined that and just like a little, like a, not little. Let's let's call it a massive. I'm gonna call it massive Skyway tram. Yes. Um, kind of. Let's just go ahead and be modest here. Let's be modest. The size of Godzilla. I would the size say of Godzilla, at least half the size. At least at least half the size. I mean, I'll be very conservative here. Yeah. At least half the size of the Sears Tower yep. size tram. You know that will just but like photobomb every photo. Yeah. Like. You know, photo photo bombing, not like sucks in general, but on a scale of Grand Canyon, yeah, it's uh, like the grandest God. photo bombing of 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 all time. And you think it, it, it's really, you know, I like the Godzilla comparison because it's like they're playing God. You know, they're yeah, they're, playing, like they're God, playing God, putting right? this this Godzilla tram into. Um, so, uh, find us on our Facebook site. Uh, we're we're here <laughs> to stop Godzilla tram twenty seventeen. Um. Wait, time out. Yeah. Actually, when you said 2017, are they actually trying to like build this at ASAP? I don't know what SOS. ASAP means, but SOS. they are trying to build this quickly. IRL. <laughs> um, like IRL, really quickly. <laughs> um, and honestly, though, I think it's up for a vote next year, and it's like it's wow. like the state of Arizona. Those residents. Get out and vote against it, look, please. Look, get, get out and vote, man. So like, shout out look, to all our, every, our listeners in Arizona. Um, yeah. Get, we really get, need you. Get going. Get going. Get going. Get voting. Yeah. You know, that's what that's what they always say here in China. Get going. Just kidding. They don't <laughs> say that here because it's a communist party. Um, <laughs> but they don't say get voting. But um, look, this is what I do every morning. Yeah. It's my routine. I get up from bed. It takes me about two hours to get out of bed. Easily. And yeah. when I get out, I earned that. You, you did. Know? I yeah. earned that. I ain't no lazy tourist. No. I earned that. What What do I do next? I put on my Tell mask me. on my face so that I can breathe. Batman. Guess what? I went out of my way to put on my mask. You didn't have I to earned, do that. I didn't have to do that. No. I earned that fresh air that I'm getting through my mask. And guess what? I walk 15 minutes to go to my lab every morning. Don't have to do that either. You don't have to. There ain't, they, they ain't no tram no. taking me from my room to my lab. No. You know? No no Godzilla tram for you. No, thank no you. No Godzilla tram for me at all because I would be in Japan, not China. Yeah. Have you so, ever watched the movies? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, but I don't need to watch a movie to get educated. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. 
Yeah. So wait, so, for real, you you have to. You, this is me. You know, part of this podcast is is dealing with some some ignorant stuff. You have to wear a mask whenever you leave your. Oh, you have you, you have no idea, bro. I so I don't. today today so well, we have what we call an air quality index AQI. Okay. That we check every morning. Hey, you gotta stop um, with these I, acronyms, man. I can't. Sorry. You know, you know what they say with the AQI. They say that it is FML and that <laughs> LOL into my ROFL. ROLF, yeah. Other way around. You're right. It's just. Yeah. So. Like I was saying about these acronyms, um, air quality index. I don't. I don't. I've gone so. I've gone so local. I've gone so native that yeah. I can actually tell roughly about the air quality. It is. So it's a scale from zero to four hundred. Yeah. And it basically just measures. Give us a little taste test right now. A little taste test. How? <laughs> how's it feeling today? Um. Uh, it's actually pretty clear. I would really? guess exactly a. 56. And this is from um, one from 0 to 100. 400. 400. So so the scale it basically measures the particulate in the air. They okay. do a little bit of conversion and they get it from the scale to 0 to 400. Okay. The reason why they do that is because from 100, 200, 300, 400 they can generally say what it does to your health. Ah. So 100 under 100 is considered still safe. Okay. Um considered health uh, not necessarily healthy. Nothing's healthy, but like considered okay 100 to 200 that's where they will call it unhealthy 200 to 300 they will call it like very unhealthy yeah 300 to 350 they'll be like that's hazardous to your health yeah now the funny thing is that sometimes this air quality index sometimes it just goes off the scale oh no where it actually goes beyond 400 so there, there are like ra- radioactive you, particles they, yeah, floating through. Just, it's just a, it's nighttime, but everything's just glowing. Your walls will not protect you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they actually say just don't go outside. Oh, you know God. when and and this when you get to about four hundred and plus four hundred. Yeah. You like can't see a block ahead of you. You see, and I'm I'm coming from so you know my I'm I'm Grand Canyon story where as long as it's a it's a a clear night you're looking up and you see the whole you see the galaxies you see every star in our system in other systems i'm a scientist mr. i know mr. these things mr john Bracky. hey mr john Bracky. and this is our guest for today uh yes uh, how can i what do you what mr. question john Bracky, did yes. you already forget my name uh you know i i thought you'd introduce yourself it's, Mr. John Bracky, I have my hand up. Yes. Can you at least remember what my name is? Yes. Uh, little, my name's Little Nick. Little Nick. Little Nicky. Little Nicky. What a forward-thinking family you must have had, Little Nicky. Um, <laughs> what's your question, young... Mr. John Bracky, I've been in China for so long, I don't know what stars look like. What? And where did you pick up this accent? This... <laughs> <laughs> You you must have never been in China before. I haven't, but it sounds an awful lot like Texas. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm down what, what, in this. What are sorry. stars like? So I'm in this canyon, 
And uh, because it's a canyon, you lose uh, a lot more daylight. So the sun will rise, but you don't really, the sky will light up. But you don't really get to see any sun on you until maybe 11 o'clock a.m., in case anyone was wondering about that. And God. it probably sets around, you know, the canyon wall probably around 5 o'clock. Okay, so that's funny that you mentioned that because uh, little Nikki ran off again. Oh. It's hard to, hard to keep track yeah, of that. Bugger, so, yeah. um, it's a strange first guess for us, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it was intentional. Like, he just showed up. And, yeah. Anyway, so um, it's funny that you should mention that because the, the daylight and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting here is China has one time zone. For that big of a. Exactly. What? Exactly. So they they're all about being very united, right? They right. Are the Han the one one country? Did you say Han um, like Han Solo? Like Han Solo, Lando, Calrissian. Yep. So speaking of which, wait. Donald Lover is Lando in the new Han Solo movie. Oh, so I, check can't that out. I can't wait! I can't wait. But but yeah, going back here. Um, Can I make a <clears throat> a quick a quick point about? If if Han means hey, Mister John Brady. <laughs> okay. Oh, looks, looks like get out of here, back. little Nikki. Hey, hey, Mister John Brady. If Han, can you please, can you please not interrupt Moaz's important point? Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Bye. But if Han means together, and then we have Solo, what's going on with that name? That's it. All right, you go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. It was important. Oh, so the Han is um, is just it doesn't mean together necessarily, but okay. that but it you know it signifies a united country. Okay. Um, it's not necessarily a dynasty, but that's kind of the phase that they're in right now. They're the Han people. Um, and if you were in China and you but, were like, "I'm going in solo," yeah. but if you were like, "I'm going in Han solo," they'd be like, "What are you? What are you saying?" <laughs> Um, you, I'll, I'll take it up with uh, the premiere. I'll, I'll go ahead and ask okay, the premiere thank you. Uh, what he thinks about that. Sorry, one so, time zone, um, togetherness. The, the big country has one time zone. And so for us on the eastern side of this time zone, you can guess what that does with yeah. the mornings and the evenings. Um, in the summertime, it was bright out by 3, 4 a.m. Wow. Like by already already sun sunrise, and by five p.m. it's already like sundown, and you're like nah <laughs> nah dude nah nah, nah dude. dude. <laughs> so um so that was something I really had to adjust with. And so um, so we have three time zones here in the U.S. Am I doing that wrong? Four four with mountain four. time, but that's a weird yeah. So we have four mountain times, four hours. Coming How many from the mount coming from the mountain man? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that you would call your own time we don't, zone weird. We don't believe in time. Um, okay, true, true. So, how many time zones would China have if it, if it? That's a great if question. There were, if there were conventional rules, I don't mean to see. I don't want to say the U.S. has it right, but how many yeah. would there be? You know, I, I would guess somewhere close to four. Wow. I'm trying to let's look at a map of China. Okay. Map of China versus USA. This is all. Pre-researched, high-quality podcasting here. Um, yeah. While he looks, oh wow! There's actually a cool picture that just puts it side by side. Oh wow! Technology, awesome. Google. Um, what's interesting is that 
for the major bulk, China kind of stretches out to the northeast a little bit. Yeah. Um, but for that major bulk, it's almost exactly the size of the United States. Wow. Uh, continental. Um, so I guess the the width is almost like it's kind of uncanny how yeah. it's just the same width. It looks like. Um, length with whatever you want to call it right. actually it's both both are similar this map is kind of crazy yeah. um so i would yeah i guess it would be exactly four time zones um so the, I, I think the central the middle is where it's most accurate because the right. middle is kind of the um the line where malaysia is and i you know coming from malaysia i remember that sunrise is 7 a.m sunset at 7 p.m like just wow Real perfect. Yeah. Um, so sure, it curves a little bit, but I think that the middle will be about where it makes most sense. And then when you go far east, far west, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. That's bizarre. This map is really cool. I'll I'll go ahead and send this individually to all our guests. Thank you. Um, or uh, to all our audience, all two of them. Just me and you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to listen to this podcast. Oh, it's going to be so great. Uh, Looks like we have about only four minutes left. Should we take a word from our sponsors? Word from our sponsors. Um, This podcast is brought to you by uh, Unknowing and Unwillingly uh, by Axe Body Spray. They're running Uh, a new campaign. Uh, You should check it out. It's called The Random Acts of Kindness. Oh, it's uh, I, uh so go buy it's kind of kind of bizarre how the word x is associated with kindness um aside from the x brand i right yeah oh you know maybe cutting wood uh, I, firewood for people i, I get it the mountain the what mountain, i'm trying to say is that i get it those who those who chop wood together dine together live together die together that's how we say yeah. it um <laughs> Axe body spray. Spray and hug. Random acts of kindness. So, so, so you, let me get this straight. So you, they're trying to walk up to someone? Yes. And what do they do? You buy a can. You buy a can? Okay. You walk up. Axe is actually kind of, they have Axe body spray in China. I, so I'm going, I am going to be doing this. You have to. Whatever it is. Yeah, they're our sponsors. They're paying us good money. Um... <laughs> You walk up to, you know, random guy on the street, random gal on the street, uh, little Nikki on the street, give him a nice spray across the chest, one, two, and give him a big hug. Wow. Random acts of kindness. They, they never fail, honestly. They never since, fail. Since, since Random middle acts school, of kindness. <laughs> since middle school, my fondest memories are when... The boys' locker room. Uh, the door. The door was locked um, on both sides, so no escape could happen. Um, oh yeah. You know, all the vents were were any room for air was also blocked off with towels. Yep. And the people were just spraying X body spray everywhere. Everywhere. And very rarely. You know what I said at, to them at anything except like, what did you say to them? I mean, it was just everywhere and. The whole room was filled with X, a cloud of X body spray, and I said, "You know, that's a that's a real random act, acts of kindness." You said it. You said it first. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing like me walking out of that locker room and 
smelling like that for the next three months. Yeah. Because it's it burned itself into my skin. Um, yeah. Fill, fill burned isn't the off. most positive word I could use, I guess. Yeah. But um, it fused, it, it, it merged with me as a person into my skin for the next and three months. And you feel that. Like you feel that on your oh, skin. You feel that you in your heart. I felt it in my heart, felt it in my skin. And I'd walk down the street. People would look at me and say, hmm, that guy, that guy had a random acts of kindness bestowed on him. Yes, he did. You know, I don't know exactly that's if that's what they were saying to me. But, but you, one can assume. You could get the feeling, I bet. You could get the feeling that that was happening. Yeah. So, thank you, X Body Spray, for... Um, the generous for, amount of money. For the real generous amount of money. And for following me to China, I really could not shake you guys off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to go ahead and get some X body shower gel right now. So before we, uh, you know, close this, this thing off, I want, you know, I don't, I I just wanted to paint a quick picture about my best part of this Canyon. Cause I feel like this is my time to talk about it. Paint it, paint it. It's known for this blue green water that comes from the limestones, uh, in the Canyon. And it goes down just this one river that looks, I swear to you, it looks like it's one of those um, little rivers that goes around uh, like a pool in a like Las Vegas um, hotel. And it goes up and through this town and then to these series of waterfalls. Some of them are step falls. Some of them are huge crashing waterfalls that you have to hike down through the red cliff to get to. And I spent a day, especially on these steps, swimming and just jumping down one after another into these these, these falls. And uh, it was one of the best experiences from the whole trip. You asked at the beginning, wow. you know, why, why are we talking about what we're talking about here? Hopefully somebody goes out and says, I want to do that. Someday. Yeah. And uh, that picture they painted, it that is some beautiful stuff. Um, it reminded me of what I saw around the, <laughs> it reminded around me. the restaurant around, around the restaurant that I ate at the other day. Tell me. Uh, just around the corner. Yeah. Kind of um, as they were pouring off um, whatever, I guess it was dishes or something that was in this bucket yeah there's a nice blue green stream <laughs> encircling the restaurant no and i thought way. wow that moat around the restaurant from magic god knows where because this looks fluorescent yeah this looks it's, like it's glowing it's soaked in some of that air <laughs> it looks like it's glowing that is some beautiful stuff <laughs> and with that um we will wrap up this is the end of our first podcast it's been a wild ride. Yeah. Um, be sure to tune in next time. We will do this at some frequency. Um, yeah. That, that's all I'll say about that. Um, and we hope to have many more followers next time. Preferably just more than two. Preferably than the two audience members. That we we have should right have now. a way to sign this off. How are we going to sign this off? Um. This is Mulaz. <laughs> this is John. 
And that's Muad. Signing off. <laughs> Let us know what you think about um, signing off. Give us some ideas. Yeah, everyone. give us a suggestion. We'll roll with it. All right. Love. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later, John. Talk to you. One love. Bye.